Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. So watch this now. This pathway of preparation is preparing him for his purification. He's increasing his expectation. Watch this. But he's also, he's also developing determination. Determination. You say, how do you figure? Well, watch this now. Zarephath. Zarephath was about 100 miles from the brook Kareth. Last Friday, my wife and two granddaughters and I drove from my house to Waycross, Georgia. From my house to where we were going was 104 miles. If I'd clocked it to the city limit of Waycross, it would have been about 100 miles. So we live out on Crabapple Drive, so it's like 100 miles. So if y'all know where I live, watch this. Can you imagine God saying to me, Jimmy, I want you to rise from Crabapple Hill, and I want you to go to Waycross. Now, I'm assuming he didn't take a plane. I'm assuming he didn't take a bus. I'm assuming his car was in the shop. How did he get there? He walked. He sent him to the midst of Sidonians, which are the enemies of the Israelites. And when you read 1 Kings 18, by the time the drought began to be in full effect by this time, Ahab is holding Elijah responsible for the drought. So Ahab puts a hit out on Elijah. So Ahab's henchmen are out looking for Elijah because they wanted to take Elijah back to Ahab so Ahab could have him executed. So Elijah's life is on the line when he leaves the hiding of the brook Kareth to walk smack dab into the midst of enemy territory with no rain and no water. A hundred miles. I'm just asking how long does it take to walk a hundred miles? In the middle of enemy camp, enemy territory where there is no water. Casey, sing that song, just the first part of it. I know you love me. About his promises, though I cannot see. How does it go? Stop. Elijah's bebopping down now between the brook and Zarephath, and he's singing that. Doesn't matter what I feel. All right, and then he starts singing this. So what does he see? He sees the enemy. He sees drought. He sees famine. And then he sings this. What did God tell him? 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 God said, you get up, you go over there, I'll take care of you. I've already committed. You're going to get there. When you get there, I'll take care of you. So what it does is it builds up, it builds up Elijah's determination, watch this, not to be phased by how he feels. It doesn't phase him by what he saw. The only thing that directed Elijah was what was God's promise to me. And if God said, I'll sustain you there, he knew God was going to get him there. Woo! That's when you shout me down now, church. <laughs> when my daughter was a... She's not here, I'll talk about her today. When she was a freshman in high school... I would drop her off to school over at Brookwood in the mornings. And, and um, I pounded in her in a loving way that fathers can do. 
Romans chapter 5, verse 3, 4, and 5. Where Paul said, I glory in tribulations. I boast when challenges come. <laughs> I boast when they're difficult times. Because he said that I know that tribulation produces perseverance. Without the hard times, we never learn to persevere. So I boast in tribulations because tribulations are going to produce perseverance in me. I'm going to become a, a person, Paul said, that learns to persevere. Perseverance, he says, develops experience or our English word character. You know where character is developed? On the fresh path. You know where characters develop? When all you know what's breaking loose. Characters not developed on the mountain. Characters not developed when everything's going great. Character is forged when we get to a place and God is cutting off of us and God is refining us. Character is forged in the difficult times of life. And what God knew was that Elijah's character had to match up to his gift before he got up there to Mount Carmel and beyond. And so we, and later on, Paul knew this. So Paul goes, I glory, I glory when the challenges of life come, when the trials in life hit me, when tribulations come. I boast in God. Thank you, Jesus. I boast because I know that as I walk through these challenges in life, God is working on me and God is persevering me and God is teaching me how to persevere. And I know that when I learn how to persevere, I'm going to be a man of character. I'm going to be a woman of character. I'm going to be a man or a woman from which the fruit of the Spirit is rising up inside me that's where you get character but don't nobody want to get down there everybody wants to whine and bellyache when a trial comes and then he says and he says and character produces hope that's a lively expectation that's where God's trying to get Elijah to let me purify you. Let the trials come. Let the trials come into your life. And when they come, you're going to persevere, my son. As you persevere, as you persevere, then, 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 then you're going to have a lively expectation. You're going to, I'm going to build character in you. And then you're going to live with more expectation than you had before. That's why the people that have been through the worst stuff have the greatest level of expectation. That's why you talk to old brother so-and-so. He's 89 years old and his life has just been from one hardship to another. But he's got the joy of God living inside him and bubbling. And you walk away and you go, how in the world can he be that way? Because he lives with hope, my friend. He lives with expectation because he knows that no matter what he's been through, he didn't walk through it by himself. Amen. 